0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Through My Eyes podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Nick. And today, today, ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, the first round of the NBA playoffs is officially over, which means we are officially in the midst of the second round of the NBA playoffs. And if you guys do not know, we've already had a couple of games. The second round is in full swing. And let me tell you, (laughs) this round is possibly even more entertaining than the last. And I know, in my previous podcast, all I was doing was hyping up the first round of the NBA playoffs. And it deserved to be hyped up. It was so damn entertaining throughout. I had my eyes glued to every single game. The only series I really didn't watch was Bucks and Bulls. And that's because the Bulls were a diminished team. And I thought it was going to be a sweep. It was a gentleman's sweep. I was wrong. Bulls won one game. DeMar DeRozan went off in that game. But like I said, it was a gentleman's sweep. And that series just wasn't didn't have really any high stakes going for it. So maybe the only high stake was the six-seeded Bulls taking down the former NBA champions. But... I didn't see that happening in any scenario. The Bucks are just the better team all around. So that's just is not in the realm of reality. Um, But to talk about series that are going on right now, Bucks and Celtics, Warriors and Grizzlies, Heat and Philly and Suns and Mavericks right now, Philly is up. I mean, Miami is up 2-0 in their series versus Philly. Joel Embiid has not played in any of those games. He's out with an orbital fracture that he... He got that injury in his last game, in the last couple of minutes of the Toronto Raptors game. And he suffered a concussion and an orbital fracture. And he was out for the first two games. But there's news that he is likely to come back for Game 3, and that's huge news obviously for the Philadelphia 76ers who just you could tell by their offensive and defensive game plans that they need Joel Embiid their team is just a completely different team without Joel Embiid on the floor they don't have anybody that can put up the same amount of just just put up the same numbers from the spots that he hits have the same impact that Joel has in the paint they just don't have that without him so they had the scoring with like with Tyrese Maxine Harris, but they don't have the inside presence, and it's easier for Tyrese Maxine and Tobias Harris to get shots when Joel Embiid is the focal point on offense and he can dish out to his shooters on the three. Now to get into the Dallas and Phoenix series, Phoenix is up 2-0 in that series despite Luca going on a tear, like like usual. uh He's putting up. Michael Jordan type numbers. He's the second all time points per game leader. In second place, he's actually the all time points per game leader in playoffs history with 33.5 in second place is MJ with 33.4. So this man, Luke has already passed surpassed MJ in playoff points per game. That just goes to show how impressive he is on the offensive end. Jalen Brunson has also had a very strong series for dallas maxi Klepa has had very strong contributions off the bench but the phoenix Suns are just too deep they played too well together chris paul and devin booker are the best backboard in basketball and they're playing like it right now i have them going to the nba finals i think they are the best team in the nba right now and i, th- and I have them winning the nba finals but i've said that previously right now we're talking about the dallas and phoenix series and what else have i see- have i seen from that series mikhail bridges has been outstanding on the offensive and defensive end. He's such a reliable player to have on your squad. I don't think he's missed like any games this year. And I've already talked about Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Both of them are averaging over 25 points per game in this series. Bismack Biyombo had a huge presence in Game 2 off the bench with 9 points and 3 rebounds and 1 block. Also, JaVale McGee, <laughs> 6 points, 2 rebounds, and 3 blocks. The Phoenix Suns are just deep. Uh, their bench combined for over 20 points last night or a couple nights ago. They're just lethal on both ends of the floor. And with Chris Paul and Devin Booker leading the helm and Monty Williams as your head coach, it's just hard to stop you. And Jason Kidd, this is his first year as a head coach as the Dallas Mavericks, and he's doing an outstanding job. He completely changed the fortunes of this franchise. They really only need one more player to be a legitimate contender in the NBA playoffs just because they have Luka Doncic Jalen Brunson is forming into a formidable player same as Dorian Finney-Smith Maxi Kleba is very talented if they just get one more piece around those guys that would be a very dangerous outing for any Western Conference team now for the Memphis and Golden State series that series is tied 1-1 personally I think Golden State is going to come out victorious in this series um Curry and Thompson played very poorly in Game Two. Clay only had 12 points and shot 5 for 19, 26% field goal range, 26% from field goal range, and yeah, that's just terrible. Steph had 27 points, but he was 11 for 25, which is 40%. Not that good. Jordan Poole was the most efficient player for the Warriors coming off the bench, and he's just been playing outstanding basketball for this whole playoff series. For for these whole playoffs for the first round and this round but ja morant what else can i say about him what can you what can't you say about him this man dropped 47 points eight rebounds, and eight assists almost a triple double completely controlling the pace of the game on offense and defense he had the game-winning bucket beautiful floater that secured the game for his squad jaron Zach, jaron jackson jr has also been playing a very solid series on both ends of the floor with Steven Adams being taken out of the lineup. The Memphis Grizzlies have gone to a small ball lineup, per se, with Xavier Tillman or Jaron Jackson starting at the 5, but also Brandon Clark coming off the bench and having a huge impact. In the first playoff series, he was born out against the Timberwolves. He was one of the main catalysts in their victory. And in this series, he's just an energizer bunny off the bench, his floater game is insane. He is an amazing first quick first step. And the Grizzlies are gonna leave a mark on the Golden State Warriors. And that's why I feel like Phoenix is gonna take control and take care of that series versus Golden State when they reach them. Because they're gonna go through the Mavericks with a little more ease, just because the Mavericks is just really the Lucas show, even though even though they're talented. It's really just the Lucas show, and I feel like the Phoenix Suns can handle that more than the Memphis Grizzlies, that are a very young team, that move the ball constantly, that run the break, and bang you up. You get tired. Gary Payton um, suffered a huge injury on the hands of Dylan Brooks, a fractured elbow. Dylan Brooks' sister. Yeah, I got a notification, so that's why I cut it off. But like I said, Dylan Brooks was suspended from the game. And in turn, Gary Payton was injured from Dylan Brooks' dirty move. And in my opinion, he should be banned. He should be out for the game. He should be out the same amount of time that Gary Payton is out. Because Gary Payton is a legitimate player for the Golden State Warriors. Same with Dylan Brooks. He is an amazing—both of them are great perimeter, defensive, perimeter defenders and can shoot the three so taking both of those guys out of the rotation for both those teams is going to be a huge hit all right y'all that is my podcast for today hope y'all enjoyed it deuces